Good morning and welcome to Leading Edge Medicine with Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umet. Leading Edge Medicine is sponsored by Longevity Medical Clinics and is devoted to helping you feel and function better tomorrow than you do today. By providing the newest and most advanced medical care designed to improve both your body and your brain, Leading Edge Medicine will keep you informed regarding the very latest developments in science and medicine while highlighting some of the Northwest's most prominent physicians, all while helping you separate the science from the silly and the facts from the fiction. This is live call-in radio at its very best, giving you the opportunity to participate in the show. And now, here are your hosts for Leading Edge Medicine, Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umat, along with their co-host, Lynette Morgan. Oh, good morning. What another wonderful day it is. Here we are, officially summer. It was uh, still, you know, springtime last weekend, but here it is, officially summer. We're glad you're here. Hopefully you enjoyed a, a few sunny days, maybe a, a rainy, cooler day, but back to sunshine all this week. Couldn't help but look at all those uh, little happy sunshine faces on the weather forecast. So, Oh, <laughs> that was so what nice. What happy faces are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Like you know, I do a really big <laughs> meteorologist dip into the weather, but uh, no, it's like, hey, sunshine, cloud. Hey, we're, we're happy no matter what it is. I'm Lynette Morgan. Hi there. Good morning. Glad you're here. Dr. Jerry Mixon in the studio. Dr. Samira up and moving and stretching. And I think I even see some pretty good dance moves there. I'm ready. Way to go. Yes, she's ready. Ready to go. We will dive into our show today. Let me give you that phone number because we want you to call early in the show and not wait until the end. We don't want to miss out on their questions. You've been thinking about maybe some symptoms that have arisen or maybe a diagnosis of yourself or, or a loved one and you just don't quite understand all of that. We'd love to have you call into the show and talk to Dr. Umat and Dr. Mixon. I'm going to give you that phone number right now before we dive in. That number is 800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. Okay, Dr. Mixon, you've been on that computer all morning looking and reading and catching up. Well, well yeah, he's I, been on the computer more than just the morning. <laughs> yes. I seem to spend my life on the computer. <laughs> no, I've spent the last, uh, God, the last couple of weeks really just uh, uh, working on the book and plugging yes. away. You know, My wife uh, has always had a rule, no work at home. Okay. Good rule. She tells me, (laughs) she told me when, when we got married, she made just a couple of rules when she agreed to marry me. But one of them was, she said, you know, I, I know you love your work and I know you travel and take all the time you want to conquer the world. But when you do come to my door, I do, I don't want to see an impassive doctor face. I don't want to hear a businessman voice. I want my Jerry. Oh. And so for 19 years, I've done no work at home. Good Um, job. Did you know the, um, Nowadays, people are resisting going back to work. They all want want to work from home. In the beginning of COVID, I was the opposite. Yes. We were, well, obviously, you know, we, we're a medical practice. We did not close even for That's a single right. day. That's right. And I think in I was those, the only one in my work, too, at the studio. In, in those days, <laughs> I had no there traffic, was, though. There was no, uh, nobody on the roads. And we right. had a yeah. permission letter 
so that in case we were stopped by the police, we just could say case. we're medical and yes. we have to get to mm-hmm. to work. To work yeah. Although mm-hmm. in the in the early days, none of our patients were coming in, and then slowly we started calling them and bringing them back. We would just stay in touch via phone, but our whole team was there, and mm-hmm. we just uh, my senior executive team. We yeah. were there every day. Yes, yeah. you know, and we didn't wear masks. Yeah, well, we had to because we, we were in to. the clinics. In the yes. clinic, you had to yes. because otherwise the governor would have shut us down. That's and in right. those days, we thought that was the right thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we didn't yet did not yet know the real science, right. which was the mask made no difference at all. Right, right. And then people got comfortable staying at home, and now everybody's saying, "Well, you got to go back to work." And they're saying, "Hey, wait a minute, I yeah. want to go back." And there are people, yeah, there are people quitting yes. rather than go back to work. Yes. In which case, you know, fine, go home. You know, if you choose to be hungry, go go hungry. I don't care. Not my life. You know, your choice. You choose not to work. You choose not to eat as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but then uh, again, I'm one of those radicals who actually believes in self-responsibility. And, oh, that. Know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I've, you know. I think they broke the mold after you were born. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Fred Flintstone and I, we got along pretty well. That Barney no, guy, wait a minute. don't worry about no, him. No, wait, wait, wait. They broke the mold after I was born. <laughs> there you go. No, wait, wait. After I, no. <laughs> Yeah, but see, you guys had the hot chick mold, which is slightly <laughs> different from mine. So. There you go. Yes. Oh, boy. But now we, uh, you know, I, I just f- finished the rough draft of the book a week ago, and then they got it back to me, and is because we sent it off one chapter at a time. Mm-hmm. And now I've got the whole book, and I'm working my way through the entire book, starting with page one, you know, and, and I'm kind of going through making revisions and changes and say, no, that's not quite right. Yeah. So I hope to finish that uh, by Monday. Oh, wow. Uh, Whoa, okay. I've got, uh, I just, I've got about 50 pages left to go. Wow. And I would finish it, but I'm packing today because yeah. I'm leaving at 6 o'clock tonight mm-hmm. for Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and right. So, yeah, so we're going to be uh, off. I'm flying to, into Amsterdam and we'll spend about four days on Bicycles on the canals. Mm. And then we're going to jump over to Prague in the Czech Republic. Just because I've seen such wonderful pictures of the architecture and stuff there. I really want to oh. wander through old old Prague. Yes. And then we're going to grab the train and go down to um, to Austria. And, uh, you know, we'll do Vienna area for a while and then up to um, Salzburg. Mm. I think it's the opposite. I think Salzburg Sol- first, and then Vienna. And then Vienna. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Salzburg because it's uh, it's Mozart's hometown, and they have the Mozart Museum, and uh, and you know festivals with Mozart music, and I I adore Mozart. Mm. And uh, then a, a darker turn, Hitler's um, Hitler's uh, Eagle's oh, Nest. Yes, is about forty five minutes out of town, so we're going to go up and tour the Eagle's Nest. Uh, which should be interesting. Did you realize Adolf Hitler was a really talented artist? You know, a, a, like... a psychopathic monster, mm. but a really talented Whoa. artist. I was waiting like, for the, what? the, Music, the joke. Paint, I didn't know no, that. Painting, Art, painting, paint, oil painting. Oil, really? I yes. didn't know that. He did fabulous oil painting. In fact, the reason he went into politics uh, was because he was turned down for art school. 
And my wife came up with some of his paintings, and they're just fabulous. Whoa. Let that be a lesson. Do not turn down an artist. That's right. Or creative. He may turn out to be a psychopathic yes. monster who destroys half the world. Oh. <laughs> will, will some of those would paintings? Have been better. He'd have been better. We'd have all been better with he's stuck with, with painting. painting. Wow. <laughs> For God's sake, pay him what he wants. Keep there him painting. There you go. Keep him away from the military. Maybe you'll see some of those pieces of artwork. Maybe. When you're there, wow. Yeah, so, but then uh, outside of Vienna, there is a little town on a lake that is touted as the most beautiful town in Europe. Mm. And so Bandine wants to go to that, and you know, you know me. What Bandine wants, Bandine gets. <laughs> I think we all know that by now. And, and I think for those of, for those radio listeners who don't know, you should see his daughter roll her eyes when he yeah. says that. Yes, I know. Oh, I love it's it. It's true, it's true. But at least she knows her parents adore each other. Yes, they do, which is so very important. So important. But yeah, we are. Um, but yeah, we're going to be gone 20 days. Okay. So yeah, I was up uh, early this morning packing up our supplements for 20 days. <laughs> yeah, how many of those little uh, that boxes did you have? Well, three. <laughs> three for morning and three no, th- for three, evening? Three seven day, yeah. Okay. Boxes for, you know, for one for each week. And yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll get by. But yeah, it's, it's uh, off on Delta Airlines at six o'clock tonight. So that's great. Mm. Um, you know, as you were saying about the supplements and the biking and all, I was thinking that uh, the gallery test is going on at the clinic this morning. Uh-huh. Super excited! The that's teams right. are all They're in. getting ready. They've yeah. been so excited about it. But m- more importantly, Jerry, you know, you know, we've been talking about other offerings of the clinic, and I was looking at some companies that do genetic testing. You know how we've been talking about how the genes you're born with is not something that you have to live with. Expression of those genes is important, but uh, it, it is not inevitable. You can change the Absolutely. expression of those genes and you can live a different life. And that's exactly what you're saying, you know, travel, biking, supplements, diet. And so those are such important cornerstones that people don't realize how much of an impact they can have on their own future. It's just that they do need to know what they're born with and they need to know how they can help change their own future, which is what, to some extent, we were doing without even knowing that we were changing their epigenetics. Mm. And now, you know, it's like shooting in the dark and saying, it's the same story as everybody take a baby aspirin. We don't know what's going to work for you. Somebody will benefit from it and somebody Some will not. <laughs> and a few people will bleed into the yeah, gut. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's true. The But the epigenetics is an important a concept that we really have to get across to people. You know, just because you have a gene for something doesn't mean you're going to get it or it's going to happen to you. Your gene is propensity, not destiny. And a gene can either be switched on or off. Mm-hmm. And the w- way at which we switch our genes on and off for different factors constitutes what we call epigenetics. It's genetics, but it's above the genetics. Uh, it's the switches that activate or deactivate. And one of the examples that I like to give is the, the APO Epsilon 4. We, everyone has two APO Epsilon genes. You get one from your mom, one from your dad. And there are three APO Epsilon genes in human beings. Uh, ones are only found in monkeys, not in, <laughs> in the apes, not in us. There. But we get the two, three, or four. So you can be a 2-2, two, two, a 2-3, three, three, a 3-3, three, three, 
a 3-4 or a 4-4. And Epsilon 4 raises your risk of cardiovascular disease and dementia both. And if you have a 4 from each parent, you have about an 80% chance of developing a heart attack or stroke in your life and a 50-50 chance of being demented by age 60. Wow. Um, but the fascinating thing about that is it's 50-50. The same genome, half the people will get demented and half the people won't. Hmm. And the difference is what caused those genes to be activated and which ones didn't. Okay. And so that's what we've been looking at. And what we know is that if we can raise your hormone levels to more youthful levels, if we can decrease the inflammation in your body, if we can get you producing muscle and the myokines, those 100 plus growth factors that working muscle kick out, we can reduce that person's risk of dementia by 80%. We can take you from a 50% chance to a 10% chance. That's, That's huge. dramatic. Yes. That's dramatic. So just because you have the gene doesn't mean it's going to happen. That's why family history doesn't necessarily control what happens to you. If your parents had heart attacks, if your parents had strokes, if your parents had diabetes, if your parents had cancer, if your parents had any number of diseases, doesn't mean you have to have it. It means you're at higher risk. You carry mm -hmm. a gene that may go there, but it doesn't have to. And we can switch these genes on and off and lower your risk, not to zero, but we can cut your risk significantly below where it is now. And that's a big part of what Longevity Medical Clinic is all about. Mm. You know, we want to turn off the bad genes and turn on the good genes. Yes. Okay? Because you have both. You have genes that can destroy your life and genes that can enhance your life. And we want to turn on the enhancement genes and turn off the destructive genes. Mm. And we do that primarily with hormone therapies, with lifestyle change, with diet, with the proper supplementation. All of these things have an impact. And the more of them you can do, the better you'll be. Absolutely. Yeah. When you hear that this happened to grandpa, this happened to your dad, then, uh, well, I'm doomed. No, you just have some information about what to look for and what to change in your life. Well, and, you know, there was the study that, you know, that we, uh, we send out so often because people keep asking about it, where diabetics mm -hmm. have a 30% chance of dying of cardiovascular disease. But if we give three things, you know, if we do a, a statin, testosterone and a PDE5 inhibitor, we cut that risk to 2%, from 30% to 2%. I mean, that's a dramatic that's change and that's in very the dramatic. risk of dying of heart disease. Mm -hmm. you know? So there are things we can do, and there are things we do on a regular basis that are not normally done in your other doctor's offices. Mm -hmm. So you want to live the longest, happiest, most robust, most joy-filled life possible, you come to Longevity. Come to Longevity. Yes. That's what we do. That's what we do. And the very first step is coming in for the two tests, which we call a health analysis appointment. That gives the doctors some information about what is going on in your life and in your body and what, as Dr. Mixon says, what life has done to you so far.
Okay? Uh, I'm going to tell you how to do that in just a minute. So while we take this quick break, grab your pen, grab your paper, and give us a call, too. 800-465-8770 is that number to be live with us on the show with your questions. 800-465-8770. We'll be right back. Aging gracefully is a terrible option. Learn to live to your fullest potential. It's a lot more fun. Call with your question at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. Stay tuned for more. Pete Talbot here again for a good friend of mine, Dr. Michael Gilbert of Northwest Vision Institute in Bellevue and Kirkland. My wife Vicki and I have been seeing him for over 20 years. But most importantly, Michael and his entire medical team are simply amazing, offering what virtually no other clinics offer, an advanced ocular exam. Honestly, it's like Dr. McCoy on Star Trek compared to the typical eye exam you're used to. For nearly 40 years now, I've been researching and interviewing physicians throughout the country. And I can tell you, whether it's LASIK, RLE, refractive cataract surgery, retina, or dry eye problems, without question. Dr. Gilbert and all the doctors at Northwest Vision Institute are some of the most advanced in the Pacific Northwest. To schedule your advanced ocular exam, go to nwvision.com, nwvision.com, or you can call That's a good one to start your morning. Love that. Some old-time rock and roll. Old-time rock and roll. Yes. It's Leading Edge Medicine, Dr. Mixon in the studio. Dr. Umat here, too. And that number to get through with your questions today. And we'd love to have you call right now. Phone lines are wide open for you at 800-465-8770. The number again is 800-465-8770. Now, Dr. Mixon was just talking about longevity and what we do and why we do it. And you might have some questions about that as well. But like I said, the very first step is making that appointment for your own health analysis, okay? Not too scary, just some information about your history, which is what Dr. Mixon was just talking about, why that's so important. And then a couple of tests, a blood test and an in-body test. And Dr. Umap, maybe you can tell us, what is that in-body test? Because you're kind of like, okay, what's in my body? You know, no, it's um, it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I'd be happy to talk about it. And as you were saying, you know, it's not that scary. Mm-mm. You started something in my mind that said, you know, people sometimes do get scared they about wonder. going to a doctor and a visit and do I really want to do this? Um, but the but the thing is that in today's day and age, technology is an objective information is everything, and if you have data that you are worried about, we can help you sort it out, mm-hmm. um, and we can help you with you know what you really should worry about. I have to see patients with high LDLs all day long, and some of them really do need to be worried about it, and others need to do something different and not worry because worry is not going to fix it. It's no. giving you constructive tools to manage that and stay as 
safe as possible without the minimum side effects because statins all carry side effects and oh, that's yes. a big deal. <laughs> oh boy. We've um, had a lot of people that start on statins and they just don't tolerate them. Yeah, I know. I mean, uh, this week a lot of my um, teams were telling me about the impact the longevity has had on their young lives. You know, these are all young um, individuals who work in different departments in the clinics. But how much of a um, turnaround they've done in their own life. These are young, active individuals. And unfortunately, we're seeing the slide down his slide very early nowadays. But when they're exposed to what we do all day long, they go, wait, wait a minute. I want to I want to be a patient or I want my husband to come in. And yes. I mean, the comment somebody made yesterday was, did you know that in the last six months I've lost 20 pounds and I'm like what and they didn't even recognize that that was a problem right but just the increased energy and the um, self-confidence that gives them they're not even fat to begin with and it's but a huge impact that just being a part Mm. of and learning some people just don't it's not in their subconscious level you know it's it's not Conscious, but it's subconscious. Yes. So you're making, you made a comment though that kind of triggers me just a bit. They're not fat to begin with. Actually, that's so, a relative term. It is a relative term, Jerry. But you know what? Ha- when you're young, they they go through phases in life where they're working hard, and then they go mm-hmm. play hard, and they drop the weight quickly, and then they go mm-hmm. gain it because they forget. Uh, but when you bring it to their consciousness instead yes. of subconscious and say, okay, yo-yoing is not a good thing. No. Steady is good. Learn from my mistakes. Don't make <laughs> your same. But people do. You do. You're, you're going to. But um, the experience teaches you that once you reach a steady state, it is important to maintain it there sure. for the long haul because that develops habits. When you're in your 20s, it's easy to go up and down quickly mm-hmm. but after that it's not that easy that's true because your metabolism is now going to slow it down see, and if, it's very hard if you go back and look at pictures of people in the 1950s to early 60s they were much leaner than the average person today mm-hmm. yeah. a person who is quote normal today in the 1950s would have been considered chubby. Sure, sure. Because because we have normalized excess body fat. We have. We've changed sizes. Mm -hmm. You know, a tent a few years ago was not the same size tent today. Yes, that's right. And, you know, my my wife, who is reasonably lean, (laughs) we all know, in America, she wears a double zero pant. Okay. Because she's very small. Yeah. an extra small shirt. In China, she wears a medium and huh. sometimes they try to put her in a large. Wow. Because she's not considered thin in China. <gasps> All right. Wow. Different culture. Mm-hmm. But their concept of lean is what ours was in the 1950s. And we now, you know, a, a six-ounce Coke when I was a kid is now a 12-ounce Coke. Mm. With free refills. That's one Coke. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. it's not unusual to see people drinking, you know, 16 ounces. The reality is we have supersized everything, including our waistlines. Mm. And if we were as lean as we were 50 years ago, it would be a whole different ballgame for most of us. Yes. Yeah, I mean, our lifestyles have changed, but we're now, you know, not as active as we used to be. But um, to come back to that in body, it basically tells you just muscle versus fat ratios. And uh, sometimes people get surprised. Um, I'll tell you, the team is really excited to get on the in body now because they've lost weight. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
was. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. How much muscle? How much fat? How much water? It's just great, though. Yes. I just love it because yep. they, these are the teams that are promoting what we do. They pick up the mm-hmm. phone and answer the should phone. I, right? Should I check with anybody and see if we can become a distributor? We'll see if we'll sell it there. There you go. We'll have oh, to talk I about that. I need to upgrade it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but just, the upgrade ones are more expensive. I bet. <laughs> well, just two of those tests and some information, and we will get you started on your longevity journey to getting healthier, getting leaner, getting stronger, Actually, faster, smarter, and sexier. The machine I really want is a lot more expensive. Oh, <laughs> we'll have to talk about that on the break. Make your health analysis appointment. You can do it one of two ways by simply calling us right now at 866-86-YOUNG. That's 866-86-YOUNG. You can even do it on the website. Maybe have your kids help you out or your grandkids. They like that stuff. Yeah. And they're so fast. LMClinic.com is where you can go. LMClinic.com. All right. Uh, we've got some phone callers. Well, let's do it. Up and early with their, uh, their cup of coffee. We're going to head to Tacoma right now. Ed is on the line. Ed, good morning. Good morning, Ed. How good can we morning. help you today? Uh, I have a band of muscle right above my hip hips that uh, it tends to tighten up uh, a lot and uh, I had sciatic nerve issues and that is gone but uh, I I had um, tests uh, liver was fine kidneys were fine and but when I stand in one place or if I walk slowly that band of muscles really tightens up on me and I'm trying to figure out what I can do about it Mm, muscle pain. Okay. <laughs> um, Samara, you've got the physiatry degree. Yeah, so. <laughs> and hard to really say what muscle band it is, but I would say maybe start with stretching a little bit at first. You might be just well, tight. It, go, it goes, it goes, you know, from uh, uh, from one side to the other. Now that is also the same area that I had shingles probably mm-hmm. fifteen years ago. So I don't know if that's a residue. You may have some nerve injury there because the shingles sometimes are a permanent nerve damage. But um, when you bend over, can you touch your knees, your shins, your toes, or can you put your hands flat on the floor? I touch my toes. Okay. Oh, good. How often do you do it? Uh, Every day. (laughs) Good. Here's what what I'm looking for is is we need to stretch that (laughs) muscle out. Okay. Are you thinking it's the iliotibial tract? That's what I'm thinking yeah. it probably is, is that very you know low, low back runs right around across the iliac right. crests. Um, I mean, obviously, we can't examine you on the radio. We, you can't point sure. and say it's right sure. here. We can't dig our thumbs into it and say, does that hurt? Uh, so, yes. so all we can do on the radio is make an educated guess about what we think you're probably talking about. I mean, sometimes also okay. trochanteric bursitis okay. presents as pain. Yeah. So if on the outside of your hip, if you touch that area, is there a sore spot right on the outside of your hip, Ed? No, there's no, nothing shows except if I stand or walk slow. I'm actually at the gym right now, and when when I do long strides, for instance, on, on the treadmill, uh-huh. I have no pain whatsoever. Okay. Uh, and so when I walk, I try to walk with long strides, and that seems to alleviate some of that. Okay. But uh, standing try, try. or taking... Uh, okay. Try this for us, since you're, you're right there at the gym anyway. Okay. 
I want you to yep. squat down, bend your knees, bend your hips, squat down low with your feet flat on the floor and see how low you can go. So you kind of squat down and put your palms on the floor on either side of you. Oh, that's hard. Squat to from the knees or, or squat bend squat, over? For, no, no. Squat squat from your knees, knees. and you'll, you'll have to flex your okay. waist too or you'll fall over backwards. So you'll flex yes. so that your body is angled forward a bit. Keep your feet flat on the floor yep. to start with. See how low you can go. You'll feel the burn in your quads. Now, does that trigger the pain? No. Okay, now rock up on your toes and go even lower so that you're bending even further forward so that you're really okay. kind of folding yourself up. Does that make it hurt? No. All right. I'm hurting for you. <laughs> yes, I'm imagining him on the treadmill doing this. When I'm at the gym, I do a fair amount of stretching, uh, especially uh -huh. the, the back muscles and, and so on, especially Good. since I have the sciatic nerve. That's what finally got me out of that one. Mm. Uh huh. Yeah, because, you know, it sounds like your pelvic girdle and your hips are quite flexible. Because if they were tight, you couldn't do what I just asked you to do. So if, if you were managing to do what I told you to do, that tells me that yep. your pelvic girdle is in pretty darn good shape. Your hips are nice and flexible. You don't have a bursitis because that would have caused significant discomfort if you if you had oh, any yeah. of those conditions. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I would say I stretching. all the way down. I would say you should just continue I, to stretch and foam roll. Do you do foam rolling? I'm sorry, say it one more time. Foam rolling. It's a kind of a round foam thing that you can put under your back and roll, roll on back top and forth. Of it. Yeah. So you can kind of, you know, lay down on it and slide with your legs up and down it yeah. and it really stretches. Yeah. It makes a stretch and it also kind of massages yeah. the, the areas and Right. Right. Pushes on the Well, muscles. you know, it's interesting because at the gym here, for some reason, they don't have those rolls anymore. I used to do that a lot. Yeah. And I'm going to have to see what I can find in case yeah. they hit them someplace on me. Yeah, or but, run, uh, over to, when I was, run over to Fred Meyer and pick one up. So, <laughs> you okay. know, 10, 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah, uh, and do those every day, okay, mm -hmm. Ed? Do them daily, yep. especially after a workout. That stretching really helps, okay? Yep. Yep. Yeah, okay. I do pretty much an extended stretch after I work out and especially try to stretch out the hips and so on, especially since I have that sciatic issue. Um, uh -huh. But, yeah, it, none of those things are painful. I have no Good. problem with that Good. whatsoever. And so I'm you trying are, to figure out why. You are far more flexible than the average gentleman of yes. your age. Mm -hmm. In fact, I know 20-year-olds that couldn't do what I just asked you to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, Indeed. Well, congratulations. I'm a, little bit I'm a little bit beyond that. So. <laughs> yes, I, I understand. Oh, good for you. It's, your voice makes it clear that you are a gentleman of some mature years. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I'm, oh. I'm, seven, I'm 78, about to go 79. So Yeah, no, I awesome. understand. Mm -hmm. I, I turned 76 in August, so mm -hmm. yeah, well, we'll get there together. All right. <laughs> Thank, well, thanks for the call, my friend. Luck, sorry, sorry we weren't able to pinpoint it for you, but for that one, I think you're going to have to have someone actually okay. do an exam. Well, you, you, made a good, you made a good try at it, so I appreciate right. that. There you thank go. You. Okay, take okay. care, sir. Right All back. right. Okay. Oh, thank you, Ed. Okay, you can give a call. Uh, give us a call in the studio today. We are live in the studio at 800 
800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. We'll be back with Mark in just a more, uh, in just a moment. Oh, and Michael too. Stay right there. It's Leading Edge Medicine. Leading Edge Medicine. Listen to past programs by going to lmclinic.com. Call in now at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. Longevity Medical Clinic is happy to announce that Longevity Development, the business and marketing arm of Longevity Medical Clinic, has entered a strategic management relationship with Paramount Pharmacy. As a medical clinic, we cannot tell anyone where they have to go to fill their compounded prescriptions. We can only make suggestions. But for the last two years, we have referred our patients to Paramount Pharmacy for three key reasons. Excellent quality control, excellent pricing, and excellent customer service. And now, due to our new management oversight and relationship, Longevity Development and Paramount are actually working together to better serve our patients. A team approach to better health care. It truly can make a difference. And now, to celebrate and to convince you that we truly feel we can better serve your health needs while saving you money, Paramount has agreed to make an offer to all new patients willing to give Paramount to Try. On your first prescription only, Paramount is offering you a 90-day supply for their 30-day cost. That's right, a 90-day prescription for the 30-day cost. All you need to do is call Paramount at 425-251-1660. It's as simple as that. Call 425-251-1660. Told you I was going to bring in some better music, some updates. Come on. Little That's Louisiana, so Little Louisiana fiddle music. Oh, there you go. Louisiana alligator stew. What would that be uh, high end for you and probably healthy? Taurine. Taurine. Okay. <laughs> no, actually, I was just telling you guys during the break, I uh, my wife has a friend who she lives out a little bit in the suburbs and she always uh, hatches uh, fertilized chicken eggs for her children. They, oh. her children like to watch the baby chicks oh, hatch, okay. and so, so you know they they check on them every day. They're in the little incubator, and the little chicks peck their way out, and mm. the kids play with them and cuddle them, and they really have a great time. However, yesterday she posted a thing on WeChat and said had a picture of her holding this chicken, <laughs> and the the caption was, "Does anybody want a six month old chicken?" <laughs> Please, please. Oh, it's so because funny. She's hatched out about six or eight of them now. She's trying to get rid of them. And now they're getting bigger. So Yeah, they're cute when they can you hold them yes. in the palm of your hand. But when they're chickens. Oh. And my answer, of course, was, you know, they make a tasty stew. They do. Oh, okay. <laughs> and your breakfast every morning. My daughter had a whole flock of them. And I, I loved getting her unique, fun, silky chickens or the, the Polish crested with the, yeah. they had hair like Rod Stewart. And, and a few of them are still going strong. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Well, their problem eggs. is they keep yes. disappearing because they've a, got a, a big rainbow. backyard uh-huh. and the eagles keep yes. swooping down and carrying off their chickens. They, <laughs> yes, they've dealt with that. Although one of the first times that they uh, they lost a chicken, but then they went into the hen house and there was a dead hawk on the ground and all the girls all the chickens and she's like way to go babe so they must have got that hawk and just went to town on him okay wow all right (laughs) well we're not talking chickens here it's called (laughs) self-defense there you go and she's like way to go girls okay let's grab some more phone calls you can too here is the number to get through today live 800-465-8770 we're staying in tacoma mark is on the line good morning Good morning, Mark. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. How can we help? I came down with pneumonia right when COVID first hit. Oops. Like the first week. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I was um, really struggling. Uh, after a couple of days in the hospital, they diagnosed me with asthma. They think that the pneumonia might have you know, caused more asthma problems for me. Okay. I heard you talking about supplements about a half hour ago, and it kind of sprung a question in my brain. Are there supplements that you can recommend uh, for someone that has difficulty breathing? Um, I've heard people talk about how great your supplements are. I've never tried them, but mm-hmm. any suggestions? Okay. Well, I'm just trying to think of what I would use as a... As a <clears throat> I know with asthma, see, you're constricting. If there is, um, is there a trigger? Like, is exercise trigger your asthma? What triggers your asthma? Cold air. Do, do you have exactly. any allergy? It, it's just cold air. Mm. No, no, you're right, doctor. I mean, I do have just basic allergies, nothing significant. Um, you know, mold and a little bit of dust, but nothing. I've been tested and. Nothing over the top, but Dr. Mixon hit it. Like this morning where it's kind of cloudy, uh-huh. a little bit cooler. Uh, I woke up this morning really struggling. Um, so the cold weather definitely makes a difference, and it's always worse in the morning. Some days are fine, and some days I kind of struggle all day. And the thing is, you know, when you take all the inhalers and the extra stuff to make it better, I mean, the side effects can be they can be pretty bad sometimes. Oh, yes, they can. Yeah, you know, the steroid inhalers are very good at preventing the asthma attacks, but they they raise your risk of cataracts and they can thin out your skin and they can make you more susceptible to infection. So you don't like to use a lot of them. <clears throat> so, Jerry, I'm thinking of two things. And again, they're not really for asthma, but they're to, uh, for, for anything that might trigger it, like an allergen. Quercetin. Quercetin, yes. And echinacea. So we do have a quercetin and a bromelain combo that I, I do love that and I use it a lot for people who are affected by seasonal allergies. And we also use it as part of a senescent cell therapy program, but yep. while well, they're on the program. And then I do like to use echinacea to prevent secondary infections. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my patients will use both of these supplements when I'm worried. Now, again, you mentioned cold as a trigger. It won't do anything for the cold, uh, you know, so the morning and the cold, you just have to keep warm. But if there is a secondary allergen, either in the air or in a food, obviously food sensitivity test to avoid that would be helpful. But then otherwise, our quercetin has bromelain in it. So I like it for that reason. Bromelain prevents sinus infections and then uh, echinacea on its own, our immune factor E. Yeah, we have 
and she's absolutely on target. Those those are the two primary allergen sorts of protectors that we use in the clinic. Uh, immune factor E is is a very potent form of echinacea, and whenever I start to get any kind of respiratory infection, I start on two of those three times a day, uh, and the quercetin with bromelain. Uh, is well known as a, an, an anti-allergy sort of supplement. Um, it's not an antihistamine per se, but it seems to damp down allergic reactions and some other mechanism I'm not aware of. Um, yeah, you know, I I wasn't asthmatic as a kid, and cold air and exercise were part of my triggers. I don't get the asthma or wheezing anymore unless I run in cold air. In the winter, if I go out and take a, a, a fast run in cold air, I cough all morning long. I'll cough for hours and hours. And one of the over-the-counter things you can do if that gets in your way is um, there's one called Primatine that you can buy without a prescription at the at the drugstore. And Primatine is actually epinephrine. It's adrenaline. Mm. And it's an inhaled adrenaline. And just, you know, one or two puffs of that will open up that airway very effectively for a few hours. doesn't last long. But if you've had a trigger from cold or exercise, uh, it'll give you almost instantaneous relief. Now, the problem is it is adrenaline. And so blood pressure goes up, heart rate goes up, you know. You get energetic, your appetite goes away. Those are all <laughs> the good things. Yes. But... Uh, <laughs> But, you know, if you're hypertensive, uh, and that can aggravate that. So if you've already got high blood pressure, that's not a medicine you want to use. Mm. But it's over-the-counter. It's available at every drugstore. And, um, you know, I keep one around the house just because in the winter, if I take my morning run and I do two or three miles in cold air, I if I don't use it, I'll cough like mad. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I wrote everything down. I will get on your website. I'll look at the uh, supplements that you have to offer and and um, fork out a few dollars and, and get that. I suspect, doctor, this is just me, that because it was the first week of COVID, literally the first week, mm-hmm. that m- maybe it wasn't pneumonia. It was it, more it was, COVID. It was, yes, it's a very good chance it was COVID. Um, in fact, the yeah. early COVID, the mistake was doctors thought these people were dying of pneumonia. And they weren't. This was not the alveoli. The air sacs Mm. were not full of fluid. It looked like it on the x-ray. But what was really happening was they were getting clots in the microcirculation, the tiny, tiny blood vessels in the lung that exchanged the oxygen and the carbon dioxide. Those were clotting off. Mm. And it was the blood, the the microcirculatory blood clots that were mistaken for x-ray or for uh, pneumonia on the Mm x-rays. And so these patients were mistreated for the first year and they were put on respirators which killed them even faster because what they really needed was anticoagulants Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. instead of instead of positive pressure airway and antibiotics because that just wasn't it was a misdiagnosis Mm. Um, I mean Mm. no doctor wants to admit to misdiagnosing but we as a profession uh, we all misdiagnosed that one. We thought it was giving them pneumonia. It wasn't. It was giving them blood clots. Mm. Oh. Mm. Wow. That's great information. That's why I listen to your show every Saturday. So thank you so much. <laughs> oh, You're thank welcome. you for the call, Mark. Now, yeah. and Mark, let me give you a little plug for my yeah. supplements just for the fun of it, okay? 
When I started the <laughs> clinic 25 years ago, I used, I didn't carry my own supplements. I, I, I thought it was immoral. Doctors shouldn't be selling stuff. And so, you know, I wanted to be noble and fine. So I would give my patients a list of things, just say, go out and get this and this and this and this and this. And you need so much of each one of these things. And then I realized that when they were buying them commercially, they were spending outrageous amounts of money and they weren't necessarily getting what I wanted because I, I looked at Consumer Reports and I found out that when Consumer Reports took the um, the most common supplements on the drugstores and stuff and actually tested them to see precisely how much of the supplements were in them, there's almost no connection between what's on the label and what's in the bottle. Hmm. Um, the, the the variance from the record from the from the represented dosage was sometimes 60, 70 percent variance above or below what they said they were getting. So what I did was I said, well, that's not acceptable. I, when I tell somebody to take 500 milligrams of quercetin, I want to make sure that's what they're getting. So I went out and found myself a small uh, supplement manufacturer and I made a deal. I said, I, I will give you all of our business if Every single batch you send to us has to be sent out to a third party for quantitative analysis. And it has to be within 5% of the label claim. Or you have to take it back and do it again. Now that means we turn, we turn back a fair number of samples because, and that means we can't be the cheapest because they have to absorb that loss. So we aren't the cheapest supplements around because we know that when I tell you to take 500 milligrams of something and you get it from us, you're getting 500 milligrams. You're not getting 200. You're not getting yeah. 900. You're getting 500. Okay. And so it's yeah, that higher, higher quality stuff. Yeah. It's that, pre, it's that precision so that I know when I tell my people to take what they need, they're actually getting what they need. And you know, there's a, there's a price for that, but that's the real world. Anyway, that's my plug for my supplements. So. Very good. Right. <laughs> Thank okay. you so much, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. This is Leading Edge Medicine, Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umat in the studio taking your calls live. We've got a couple calls ready to go here and room for you at 800-465-8770. Give us a call. We'll talk with you this morning on Leading Edge Medicine, 800-465-8770. We're back with Michael in just a moment. Leading Edge Medicine. Leading Edge Medicine. Don't believe the lie that you have to fall apart at the normal rate and see what your options really are at lmclinic.com. Stay tuned for more. Is chronic pain beginning to make your everyday life a challenge? Then consider the only doctor with over 30 years of experience in pain medicine techniques, including stem cell therapy. That's Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, with Eastside Pain and Regenerative Medicine. Here's what a satisfied patient had to say. Yeah, I started about like a year and a half ago. Uh, I started having some sharp pain in my left hip. It's getting tough to climb upstairs, uh, tough to play with the kids. Everybody was kind of pointing towards the same thing of, you know, you had to get a hip replacement. And Dr. Nelson's great about saying, hey, you know, there's there's different types of medicine out there that we can help fix this without surgery. Six to eight weeks later, you start to realize like, oh, I, I can climb a stair. 
It was really actually kind of great after that eight week mark. Like oh, I can start doing things. So definitely see the results pretty quick. Don't let pain take control of your life. Consider stem cell therapy with Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, 425-823-4000. That's 425-823-4000. Or you can find Dr. Daniel Nelson online at danielnelsonmd.com. Now the race is on and here comes pride in the backstretch. Heartache going to the inside. My tears are holding back there. I'm trying not to fall. My heart's out of the running to love scratch for another sake. Race is on and it looks like heartaches and the winner loses all. There we go. This is the this is the happiest song about heartbreak that I yes <laughs> all the names of those horses <laughs> oh I love that okay here we go he's not talking about a race <laughs> okay we're back with leading edge medicine in the studio Dr Jerry Mixon and Dr Samira Umat on the phone we have Michael calling in Michael from Seattle hi there Michael good morning hi there good morning. Sorry, Good morning. I can't talk long. I got to head to your clinic for testing in about an hour. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Very good. <laughs> How can we help tell you? Tell them morning, you spoke sir? to us on the radio I, show, and you'll tell all. Okay, they'll yes. take good care of you. <laughs> so, uh, I had your uh, uh, full panel about actually 16 years ago, and uh-huh. I'm curious a couple things. What has changed? What are you doing now that you didn't do 16 years ago on the full panel, and specifically in the uh, cardiac area? Are you doing the uh, uh, small particle testing? And uh, and I want to know what APOB is. I've been hearing about that. <laughs> mm. Okay. Well, yes, no, and kinda. <laughs> uh, the basic test is very similar. The the particle testing and the uh, myeloperoxidases and the other things we're doing to really look at cardiac so is mostly reserved for people that we have some other reason to do. So once you're a patient, if we have any suspicions, we'll do some of the other testing. Yeah. Go ahead. Then the CMP, we've added the GGT recently. We're uh-huh. now testing LH for men that we didn't do previously, FSH for women that we're now doing more routinely. So uh, the panel has I- expanded just a little bit mm-hmm. in, some, in some subtle, subtle ways, but the basic panel is still very similar. And when you come in, not part of the gallery, but otherwise, we do do two specialty tests, the telomere and the APOE, as part Part of the initial panel. We take a heavy loss on those. But because this is a Saturday, I can't do those specialty tests on a Saturday. Mm. So we've been saying no specialty tests, only the basic panel for, for today's blood right. draw. But, you know, we've got some testing now. If we if we get somebody that has a personal or family history or their other labs just make us worry about their hearts or their blood vessels, yeah. we can actually now run tests that will fractionate that tell us is the plaque in your arteries early, mid-stage, or late? Is it is it getting near rupture, or are you still safe for some period of time? Yeah. So we can actually now start looking at the products produced by plaque in your arterial tree and in your heart that tell us how far along you are yeah. towards developing uh, overt cardiovascular disease which yeah. is really kind of neat and that that is an amazing panel actually maybe one of my favorites in terms of value also because it's not 
horribly expensive either. And it gives a whole host of information, not just particle sizes and the uh, number of LDL particles. Oh, obviously, it does it for HDL as well. Uh, but it tells us about uh, myeloperoxidase, Jerry, as you mentioned, a plaque rupture risk and uh, PLA2 activity. It also talks about the oxidized LDL. And we have more information about apolipoproteins because they are very significantly mm-hmm. uh, considered uh, you know, risk factors now and maybe even better than the LDL markers. We also look at a lipoprotein particle, little a, which is a genetic risk factor for uh, heart, heart disease independent of LDL and family history. So this in, in and of itself is a higher risk factor. Um, and then finally, this test also includes an omega check, which is a measurement of omega-3s and omega-6s, the 3s being what anti-inflammatory is, and the 6s being pro-inflammatory. What is the name of that test you've just been describing in your clinic? We call it the cardiac inflammatory panel. Okay, got it. And then I had a question for you about, you've uh, referred to in the past some kind of uh, MRI cardiac scan for soft plaque. Is that something that's commonly done now? It's a CT scan. It looks for calcified plaque. It's a $100 study and done by a lot of imaging centers. And uh, if we are concerned and patients want us to do that, that I mean, that's easy to do. It's just a... Right. Requisition sent off to an imaging place. But he talked about soft yeah, plaque. Now soft there plaque. is there there, there is a newer there is that newer study that can yeah, do soft plaque, but is. that's about seventeen hundred bucks. Now, I was hesitating to talk about that because that's more engaging and more involved. Now, yes, there is a study that can do that. Outside of insurance, uh, it'll cost you seventeen hundred dollars, and we can our patients can have access to it. The reason I hesitate yes. is because. When you're thinking about those kind of numbers, you really want your cardiologist involved. Absolutely. And you want your cardiologist to feel that you need the study. They should Mm -hmm. be engaged in your care. They should be managing how to help you. It shouldn't be coming from somebody like us. That's right. We we are not your cardiologist. But, you know, because we know about the test, because we have access to it, yeah. yeah. Then, if we're that worried about you, we will have you referred to a cardiologist we like and trust, and then right. you know, and then we get those kinds of fancy, expensive sort of studies. But, right. But we don't just run seventeen hundred dollar tests for the heck of it. That's yeah. <laughs> that's a no no. And it requires a dye, you know, and so it's a process. You're in there in a scanner for an hour. So, yes, we know about them. We can help. But I feel that the specialist who's going to manage a problem Mm -hmm. should be engaged in this. Absolutely. Okay, so with the gallery test and your full panel, uh, will I need a transfusion afterwards? How many vials of blood do you take out? By the way, by the way, and no, no jokes, won't. we have started IV therapies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how many quarts of blood are they going to take from you, him? You just Everybody asked me the right question. <laughs> That's right. Okay. No, you, 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 you won't need a transfusion, but uh, yeah, they, they draw a fair number of tubes to get all that done. <laughs> Okay. Thank you very much for you guys' noble service right. to the community. Appreciate <laughs> thank it. Thank you, sir. And good luck, good luck. today. Yeah. Yes, thanks Bye-bye, for the sir. call. <laughs> All right, and Everett, we're headed north now. James has a question for you. It's Leading Edge Medicine. Hi there, James. Good morning. 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 Can you hear me? We can. We indeed. How can we help you, sir? Oh, doctor, doctor, and that other nice person. 
You know, I, I went to a new doctor last week and had a full, complete physical and did a blood workup. Uh-huh. Everything is just right on. And, and this doctor specializes in Medicare Advantage uh, patients uh-huh. or, you know, seniors. But my blood work has always been the same for, I think, 20 years. And this time it's all real good. Well, she first mentioned when I first saw her before the blood draw, my GFR was kind of out of whack. Uh-oh. And and I looked back, as I did, and I looked back, like I say, 15, 20 years, my physical was the same. The GFR was in the mid-range of 50 on up to 60. But um, now she's... We want it 60 plus. That's right. The range is in the 60. But mine has always been... In fact, and nobody ever has mentioned uh, uh, concern about my GFR. And I don't... wonder why. I know she might be a little better doctor, but she might, might be a little overreactive, too. And... My my GFR on the test results was uh, this time was 57. I think last year it was 54. The year before 58. The, uh, next okay. last year before four years ago was 51. So you've got so a mild decrease in your kidney function, but it's not horrible. That's good. Um, yeah. And it doesn't sound like it's really changing. It's stable. Yeah. Is that a normal range for me? No, no it's, it's not normal. No, it's not normal. It's it, your your kidneys are not working as well as we would like, but they don't sound like okay. they're getting worse over time either, and that's the important part. Yeah, I mean, you got to remember that a normal is a statistical construct from a large population. If we take five or ten thousand people and we find the statistical mean, we go right in the middle. And then Mm -hmm. we go two standard deviations on either side. That is Mm -hmm. how we define normal. So everything within two Mm -hmm. standard deviations of the mean in a large population is the definition of normal. You can be a Mm -hmm. bit above or below normal, and that's just the Mm -hmm. way you were made. Okay, You you are not within the statistical norm, but if you're not getting worse, if your kidneys are not failing on us, then we don't get too Mm -hmm. excited. But when I see kidney mm-hmm. function that's a little worse than the normal values, you're in that bottom 2.2 mm-hmm. percentile, then we mm-hmm. want to watch it closely. And if it mm-hmm. starts to deteriorate at all, we want to get you into a nephrologist right away. Mm-hmm. Well, I there, agree with all that. You know, there are a couple of other things with kidney function that are important, and uh, perhaps creatinine is the most important. Mm-hmm. So if your creatinine is rising, that is a problem. And then the BUN, which is affected by water status and fluid and hydration. I worry more about the creatinine. Yeah. Do you, you, do you have your creatinine number? I don't. I wish I did. I, I, I was driving on the way to... McConnor to look at a big community grad sale, so I don't have my paperwork with me. <laughs> All right. All right. So I pulled over uh, in a little truck or produce stand. So no, I don't have it. I'll look for <laughs> okay. that creatinine and, and bun. My albutin is is fine. Is then that okay. another indicator? Yes, it is. is that one. Yeah. Albumin is a is the most common circulating protein in your bloodstream. So and it usually hangs around four. 
creatinine, as long as it is under about 1.1 or 1.2, we don't get too excited about it. But uh, you know, I'd, I'd love it one or less if we can get it. But with your your poor glomerular f- filtration rate, I, I doubt it's going to be super. But once more, that's just mm-hmm. something we watch to see if your kidney function is getting worse or not. Sure. Well, I appreciate it. I, I, I'm going to go back and see her to get a review of the results. I haven't seen her yet. Good. I hate to say it, but I'm a little cynical about medical care from these closest-driven <laughs> clinics anymore. Uh, I think that's okay. So am I. Right. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't. That's why I don't participate in them. There you go. Hey, James. Thank you for your thank call. You, sir. And if I'm correct, you are at the Snow Goose Farm stand on your way to Laconer, maybe. I knew it. You have one of those big ice cream cones for me later. Later. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> yes. Have a nice one. We'll take a quick break right now, and we'll be back with more leading edge medicine in just a moment.